Welcome, spooks, specters, astral beings from Dimension X, alien envoys from galaxies near and far, and boogers from around the world. You are listening to the Late Night Fright here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan, and with me, as always, is my very boogity co-host, Faith. Say hi, Faith. Hi, Faith. Ermagerd, Faith. No, that was last week. That was last week, wasn't it? Yes. We're not doing Goosebumps this week. No Goosebumps. You know, the Goosebumps episode is available wherever podcasts are found. Did you do that on purpose? Possibly. (laughs) I have no shame, Faith. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I'm very shameless when it comes to the back catalog. If you've been following our Instagram page, we've been very shameless plugging the back catalog. We're quite proud of it. Mm -hmm. But Faith, we do have a good one this week on TV Tuesday, don't we? We do. Would you like to introduce our movie? It is a, is it a TV movie? Television movie, yes. Mr. Boogity. Mr. Boogity, produced by the Walt Disney Company. This was part of their wonderful world of Disney, their Sunday night movie, when they didn't own ABC at the time, so it was kind of a big deal when you saw a Disney movie of the week. How times have changed, right? It's kind of crazy. So Mr. Boogity, the original air date was April 20th, 1986. I was but a wee lad of seven. We will get to that in just a moment. This was directed by Oz Scott, written by Michael Janover, and as we said, was a Disney Sunday night movie of the week. I like the cast here. Did you? Mm-hmm. I did. The cast, it stars Richard Mauser. He should be familiar to all of you horror movie lovers. He was in John Carpenter's The Thing and in the 1990 television miniseries It. He stars as Carlton Davis, Mimi Kennedy as his wife, Eloise Davis, Benjamin Gregory as Ari Davis, David Bud Bundy Faustino as Corwin, Christy Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Swanson as Jennifer Davis, Howard Witt as William Hanover, a.k.a. Mr. Boogity, and John Gomez Adams Aston as Neil Witherspoon. Faith, are you ready to go to Lucifer Falls? I sure am. This is our third trip into the family horror comedy genre. We did The Monster Squad as a full episode and Goosebumps, as we mentioned on TV Tuesday. And Faith, would you like to say it? I would. Both of those episodes are available wherever podcasts can be found. Do you have any shame? Not one bit. Neither do I. Mm -mm. Shameless, just like that Billy Joel Garth Brooks song. (laughs) So Faith, this was a first time watch for you, wasn't it? It was. What did you think of Mr. Boogity? I was surprised how much I actually liked it. It's a lot of fun, isn't it? It is. Would you like to give a brief synopsis of this movie? Would you like to tell them the nuts and bolts of the movie? <laughs> sure. All right. Um, this family. The Davises. Yes. What do they? Do they? Uh, they live in a. Do they kind of travel? He owns a uh, a joke shop, which we're going to get to in just a second. Because uh, I got the gist that they never lived in a house. Oh, okay. Because the mom's like, this is our very own home for the first time or something. Maybe they lived in a shop. You know, that's interesting. I didn't catch that. Because I was thinking, then where do they live? Like, do they live on the road, you know? Yeah. But the dad is going to open a joke shop in Lucifer Falls, and they buy this old house mm-hmm. that is haunted, and it's haunted by the spirit of the titular Mr. Boogity. Yes. Ooh, and there's some other ghosts in there, too. Yes. Ooh. So the Davises own a shop called Gag City. The dad is all into jokes and faith. <laughs> we had a moment when we were watching this, didn't we? So Gag City is on the big van that they drive. Right. Right. The big signage is everywhere for <laughs> Gag City. And Faith, what did you text me while, while you were watching Mr. Boogity? Well, okay, in my defense, I think I saw a weird angle of it, but I had asked you if it said gay city. <laughs> you asked me if it said gay city. I did. 
which, you know, 30 years ago, you know, possibly could have meant something completely different, you know, right. you, know mm-hmm. you know, happy city or something. Right. And uh, but it did not say gay city. It instead said gag city. Right. And Faith, what did you text me after that? I said, wow, that sounds like a weird porn movie. And you want to know something, Faith? Yes. That actually is a weird porn movie. Really? Gag City. And you want to know something else, Faith? Yes. This is kind of weird. We actually have the trailer for Gag City. Oh, wow. Right here with us in the studio. Very interesting. Do you want to hear it? Yes, I do. All right, here you go. So this is the trailer for the movie Gag City that Faith mistakenly thought. Well, you didn't mistaken. You, you no, saw I Gag- just apparently. You just thought that Gag City was a porn movie. This is a, a great movie. title for a porn movie. Apparently and, somebody and agreed with somebody me. Somebody already beach it to it mm-hmm. that's what she said so here it is the trailer for the movie gag city she was a hooker with a heart of gold i'm a hooker with a heart of gold until someone started killing her hooker friends someone's killing all my hooker friends she wants justice i want justice in order to get justice, she's going to have to swallow hard and go down to Gag City. Gag City. Tiana Westbrook in Gag City. Available now on Cozy Corner After Dark. Gag City. So there you have it, Faith. You thought you were being funny, but that movie actually exists. That's very That's trailer. interesting. And it's available on Cozy Corner After Dark. Well, let's get back to some more family-friendly fare. Although, you know, it's kind of on the line, you know, with the family-friendly mm-hmm. aspect of it. One of the things that struck me about this when I was watching this, and again, I had not seen this in a very long time. I saw it when I was seven years old for the first time, and it scared the hell out of me because Mr. Boogity's kind of creepy, isn't he? Yes. Very creepy. We're going to get to him in just a second. But I noticed on this rewatch how dark the overtones are here. And I'm going to go ahead and list the dark things that I noticed in this movie. There's a deal with the devil. There's child kidnapping and endangerment. And all of the ghosts seem to have died in a horrible explosion back in the pilgrim days. (laughs) So, Yeah, those aren't dark at all. It's not dark at all, right? Not dark at all. So... Did you get an almost kind of Wes Craven vibe from this? Because I I really think that if you had played this a little more to the left or right, it would not have been as family friendly and you really could have veered it into a more of a straight horror vibe. Did you get a Wes Craven vibe from this? I did. I really did. I think you could even keep the family and just kind of take away some of the lightheartedness and the jokingness of it and just throw on all the darker stuff to it, you know, and just run with it. And I think it could have worked for sure. It's almost like someone watched Poltergeist or something because there's a Poltergeist vibe to it. There is. And uh, it's like some exec at the Disney Corporation was, uh, you know, it's like Poltergeist was a big hit. And funny enough, uh, Disney was in the running to get Freddy Krueger. Did you know that? I did not. He When he was shopping that script around, Walt Disney was one of the companies that was interested in buying it. And their caveat was... We have to tone it down and make it more family friendly. Hmm. Now, part of me is wondering if they saw the success of the Kruger movies at this time, because they were so huge and culturally significant at that time when this came out. And that's part of the reason why Mr. Boogity scared me, too, because he reminds me of Freddy Mm -hmm. Krueger in that design. Again, we're going to 
talk a little more about him in just a second. But I'm wondering if they were like, man, we didn't get Freddy Krueger, so let's do something kind of sort of like that. And I'm wondering if Mr. Boogity is what a Disney Freddy Krueger movie oh, yeah. might have looked like. I was going to say you know, that. Toned down because there's a backstory. You know, there's all all that stuff. Yep. The myth-making seems very similar. So, yeah, definitely got a Wes Craven vibe from it. And I also got a very strong Washington Irvin vibe from this, uh, from the Pilgrims and the whole New England setting. You can probably throw Nathaniel Hawthorne in there as well. And for some reason, like it makes it just very timeless, like that whole mm-hmm. ghost story aspect of it. Yeah. You know, it's very timeless. So what did you think of the whole legend part of this, the story of William Hanover, the guy who becomes Mr. Boogity? And how did you like the way they played this out on screen with the storybook and then the sets that they used during the flashback scene? Because And let me set this up for our viewers if they haven't seen it. There's a scene where John Aston tells the kids the story of Mr. Boogity. And Mr. Boogity fell in love with a widow. And she had a young son, and he wanted her for himself, and she didn't want anything to do with Mr. Boogie. He was a crotchety old bastard, and he would scare the kids. If they'd be having fun, he'd jump out and yell, boogity, boogity, boo, and they'd run away crying. So he wants this widow for himself, and he makes a deal with the devil. And the devil gives him an invisible cloak, right? Mm-hmm. A magic cloak. Magic. And the widow Marion's son is sick, and he steals him, so he has a cough. And the, they've been hearing this cough in the house, the Davis household, for the entirety of this movie. And so he steals the kid and says, if you don't marry me, I'm not going to give him back. And so then she goes to his house to, I guess, have a confrontation with him. And Boogie casts his first spell, and it goes completely awry. And he blows up the house, killing everyone, <laughs> killing himself, the kid, and the widow, Marion. And it's very dark and they tell this through a storybook it's really kind of neat he opens up the storybook and it's a pop-up book and you see the scene and then they kind of zoom in and there's like these kind of minimalist sets in the back like hand-drawn sets like you'd see in a play and you see this action taking place so what did you think of the way that they did that okay um i'll start with the legend stuff i think it's a nice touch to add to it because like you said freddie has that backstory they kind of gave this backstory to it so i think it made it you know, more fulfilling to the movie instead of just some random <laughs> creepy guy in a house, you know? Right. Um, I like the storybook idea. I think it ties in with the family aspect more. Do you get what I mean? I mean, yeah. storybooks, children, I think it yeah. kind of maybe pulls kind of, you know, puts that together a little more. You just went very deep. I did. That's what she said. There it is. <clears throat> also, I think the flashback scenes were kind of cool because you feel like you go into the book. They mm-hmm. don't. They don't go too big with... What's in the background? You know, you kind of feel like you just kind of jump in to the storybook. I like it. Kind of gives it more of a myth feeling. It makes makes it feel a little more larger than life maybe if they had cut and did like a more serious take on it, you know. And it's so terrible when you really think about it, how awful all of this is, you know. (laughs) And it's kind of cartoonish in a way, but still very kind of dark and Mm -hmm. creepy. And almost kind of got a little Tim Burton vibe from it too, the way that it was handled, you know. But again, going back to the... New England setting in the Washington Irving and Nathaniel Hawthorne, like I was talking about, and Sleepy Hollow and those things, it just kind of gives it that real timeless feel, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And it and it feels the movie came out in 1986. It doesn't quite feel like a movie from 86. Mm-mm. You know, it's kind of a fun little spooky house movie, and yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's a little goofiness in it. And like you said, if you take the goofiness out, it is more of a straight horror movie. Yeah. 
And you have a really scary figure at the center of this and Mr. Boogity's. You want to talk about Mr. Boogity? I'm, I'm ready to talk it. about him. I'm ready to face my fears. All right. Mr. Boogity. So for me, and I've said this before, he more he bears more than a passing resemblance to Fred Chuck. Mm-hmm. Old Fred Chuck Kruger that we've talked about on this show. And we've done a few episodes on Freddy Krueger and Nightmare on Elm Street. We did one on Elm Street 2 and a full commentary on 3 and 4 in Faith. You know where those episodes are, don't you? I do. They are available anywhere you can find podcasts, pretty much. You're shameless. I know. How'd you get to be so shameless? I don't know. Maybe I took after you. I yeah, don't know. you I'm might. You. <laughs> so, uh, but the character of Mr. Boogity really does remind me of Freddy Krueger. And, and the first time I saw him as a child, I was like, oh, it's Freddy Krueger. And I was done. <laughs> um, so do you think the resemblance was intentional? And what do you think of his design? I like his design. I can I agree with you 150%. He looks like Freddy. Um I don't know if it was intentional. I mean, maybe after like you said seeing the success of Freddy Krueger, maybe they wanted to show you what they would have done with him. I mean, it's possible. Yeah, I I don't think it was a coincidence that he looks like Freddy Krueger at least kind of bears that passing resemblance to him and again, I couldn't find any information one way or the other. Whether or not like this was like, oh, we didn't get to do Freddy Krueger. Because they were very serious, from what I know about it, about wanting that property when he was selling it. But Weird. he didn't, I know, but he didn't want to water it down. And I I think it's, I don't think it's a, it's a coincidence. And, and very likely, too, I wasn't able to find any information on the makeup effects. But they could have had some of the same people working on it, you know. And the actor kind of, I don't want to say he looks like Robert England, but there's a passing resemblance there. So could be facial features it could be the makeup you know but it whether it was intentional or not i couldn't find any right. any information on that but it wouldn't surprise me if it was um i think he looks great i think so too and i like too that you don't see him a lot throughout this movie i like that you kind of just get the movie moments of him, the movie know? is 45 minutes long and he comes in 35 minutes into the movie oh. you only see him for the last 10 minutes of the movie and when he's in the movie he's there yeah and again, that's very kind of Fred Chuck, you know, exactly. uh, 12 minutes. He's in the original Elm Street movie and, and Boogity's in this about 10 minutes. You know, again, yeah. it, it the similarities are pretty striking. Yeah. And that's a very good point. I didn't even think about that. When I was yeah. It. Yeah. He's hinted at throughout the movie and he has that room that he's in in the, in the glowing. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I was watching this and again, it had been. I was maybe 15 or 16 the last time I saw it. So it's been, it's been a while. And I was like, wow, this really is very Elm Street. It's there in the suburbs, you know, in this weird yeah. place. But so all Elm Street references aside, you really enjoyed this, though, I didn't really you? I really did. And, it, you know, everybody around Halloween time goes to Halloween Town and Hocus Pocus as those fun TV movies. I don't know why this one isn't as, you know, mentioned as it should. And this movie popped into my head this was my pick for this week Mm -hmm. it just popped in my head you know getting closer to halloween and that's exactly why it popped in there and i went you know we should do this on the show and we were looking for something and i just threw it out and you said that's a great idea let's do it i had never even heard of it okay so when i looked into it i was like this sounds really i mean it sounds really good so i don't know i don't know why people don't talk about it as much you know yeah uh, it did so well that they uh, commissioned a sequel called Bride of Boogity, which we will cool. be getting to on another TV Tuesday, possibly closer to Halloween, mm-hmm. maybe. Ooh. So, well, I have a final question before we wrap this up. We have a child ghost in this, and that is very, always very unsettling to me. 
and this has nothing to do with Mr. Boogity, but what the hell killed Casper the Friendly Ghost? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about that when this kid showed up on screen because there's a little pilgrim kid who's, mm-hmm. who's, whose spirit is haunting this house. And Boogity is like scaring him and keeping him in this house. Again, it's the creepy overtones here are just through the he even roof. even says at one point, like, if you, I think I wrote it down. Um, Something like he'll get if you. If he gets you, you're stuck here. If he gets you, you're stuck here. Yeah. Like, like, like what? <laughs> okay. Like, like Boogity's own personal boiler room or oh something, God. you know? I mean, that's pretty dark. <laughs> but it's it's pretty dark and creepy. Like I said, those overtones are very, yeah. very dark. Um, but what killed Casper the Friendly Ghost? Because I'm sitting there going like, you know, Casper is a kid ghost and like they never talk about like what killed him. I know. You know? I don't know. I, if anybody out there has any ideas about this, please let us know because I have no idea what killed Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> I know in the... 1995 movie that like you know you see him as a as a kid you know and they make do make mission he died but they never say what he died of you know like i've seen that movie in so long you know like was it like a murder suicide with the uncles or something like you know like what he's stuck with these assholes for the rest of eternity like <laughs> i guess i i i don't and what is casper's in game you know like like, you know, he's a ghost and he knows he's a ghost, but like, is he like, you know, just going to like ride it out and be stuck in this place forever? Or like, he's not going to move on. Like, what is, what is he in game here? Like, is he trying to find somebody to possess and like get back into the real world? Like, is that why he's so friendly? Maybe. Faith, this is a lot to digest. I, you know, but that's that struck me. There it is. I was, I was thinking about that when I saw this kid. I was like, God, kid ghosts always freak me out in these I things. Know. Even like little family friendly movies like this, you know, I'm like. Man, that kid dead. This kid's dead. You know, it's like in that Neil Young song, uh, uh, "Rocking in the Free World." You know, there's another kid that'll never grow up, never get to be cool. You know, like and the poor thing's stuck there with a sniffle. You know, it's it's like, man, you t- you're telling me like, you know, like you you died and crossed over to the other side, and you're being kept by this evil Freddy Krueger looking guy, and like you still have the cold and right. the cough. You know, like <laughs> like there's no like Theraflu or something they can give like, you. Where's the Nyquil? Like, where's, yeah, like, <laughs> like come on. Like, you know, you're stealing other people's teddy bears, which he does. He steals uh, the Davis kids teddy bear, you know, but I'm getting off of the point here. Like, what is Casper the ghost in game? Because this this is like very much bothering me Did at the moment. Did you look it up? Did you do any research? I didn't. I was terrified to look it up. I was terrified <laughs> of what I might find. You know, like Casper and his family were killed in a rare voodoo ritual. You know, he was... <laughs> He was he was uh, he was gutted, then castrated while still alive. You know, <laughs> like that's probably exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly right. what happened. Right. <laughs> you know, they were they were. You know, Casper the ghost was was killed in a tragic you know tricycle accident. You know, as a as a child. As a car yeah. came by, he was decapitated you know, really did, slowly. Did Pennywise get him? You know, like maybe. Like is that? Do you think there's a possible cinematic shared universe for for Pennywise the Clown and Casper that, the Friendly Ghost? I don't know. It's, prob- it's probably right. Yeah, that's absolutely like terrifying to me. Though, like you know, like no one ever makes mention. Of, like this kid died at some point in the in the past. <laughs> like has refused to go to the other side. Is just like hanging around your house. Like, what does he do during the day? Like or at night when they're sleeping? Like you know, does he sit there and watch them? I don't know. It's like Edward from Twilight, like sitting there, like. <laughs> I love to watch you sleep, Bella. You know, like, 
And then what if Casper falls in love with one of the kids, you know, because we don't know how old Casper is, you know, in, in, in our years, you know, Casper could be like 300 years old. Like Edward was like, a, what, 118 or something in it's Twilight? Like 400 or something. 400? Like, I, <laughs> I love you, Bella. <laughs> yeah. I'm been, 593 been, years old. I've been waiting. I've been waiting 200 years for you, Bella. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you find a woman your own age? Yeah. There aren't any women my own age. I pick you, Bella. <laughs> You're my girl. How do you sound like Christian Bale is yes. Batman? I don't know because Robert Pattinson's playing Batman. I don't know. maybe right. maybe I was like sneaking in there, but uh, <laughs> I want an answer. What killed Casper? And what is that little bastard's in game? Because I don't trust him, Faith. I feel like I want to load this up. I, I don't trust him and his head. Why is his head so big, Faith? <laughs> He's got that huge misshapen noggin, like. Like, like I'm a cartoon ghost. And then, like, he, like, does he, like, you know, show you his fangs and his teeth and stuff? Like, I don't know. I, I'd like to know I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what some killed research. Casper. Okay. Well, while you're doing research, we actually have Here we something. go. Okay. This is what Google tells me. According to the film, Casper was 12, living with his... Uh, inventor father until he died from pneumonia, pneumonia after playing out the cold until it was past nightfall. Pneumonia. <laughs> yeah, so he's 12. Like There's another kid with a cough. <laughs> there it is, yeah. <laughs> do you think, like, he was 12 years old, like, do you think it was like a tragic masturbation accident? You know, like, <laughs> like, I don't know. Okay, so he died from pneumonia, according to the film, right? That's what it says. Well, you know, they water those things down for mass consumption. I'm sure it was so... I'm, I'm pretty sure it was a tragic masturbation slash voodoo ritual that, that got Casper, you know. <laughs> this is this is this is crazy. But we do have something. Um, I was just handed this. Uh, we have a tape. This tape was taken by a fired executive from the Walt Disney Company. This is a company meeting in 1985 being run by Mickey Mouse, of all people. And he was looking apparently... Now, I've not heard the tape. Have you heard this tape? No, I have not. I haven't heard this tape. Apparently, he was uh, making the deal for Mr. Boogity. And we're going to get some insights into why they made this movie. So, Faith, I, I haven't heard this. You haven't heard it. Nope. All right. So, listeners, this is an exclusive here on the Late Night Fright. In 1985, Walt Disney Company meeting being run by Mickey Mouse himself with the direction of the company and and, and the deal to make Mr. Boogity. So this is where this came from, and we'll see you right on the other side of this. <laughs> All right, you sons of bitches. We lost out on Freddy Krueger. He's already made two movies, and that bastard's making all of the money. Our money! That was Joe's call and it was wrong! Um, where is Joe? Joe's been taken care of! Joe doesn't exist! I chopped him up and fed him to Pluto! I mean, he's moved on from new opportunities! Yeah, that's it! What have you got for me? Well, George Lucas just finished up his Star Wars trilogy and doesn't want to make any more movies. Maybe we could make him an offer. No one gives a fuck about Star Wars! What else have you got? I still say we get the rights to the Marvel Comics characters. Eddie, you bring that up at every meeting. Oh, every goddamn meeting. You bring it up one more time, and I'm going to use these rat teeth of mine to bite your dick off. <laughs> Sir, your wife is on the phone. Don't interrupt me when I'm chewing ass! 
and you can tell her I've got a headache. She tried to pull that shit on me last night. Oh, let's see how it makes her feel. Oh, oh. What have you got for me? There's a script. It was written for Cheech and Chong. It's a parody of horror movies called Cheap Thrills. Maybe there's something there. Oh, at our meeting last night, I told my coven we need more terror on the television. We'll call this goddamn Cheech and Dong movie. Sir, it's Chong. Don't interrupt me when I'm chewing ass. Sorry, sir. Don't apologize, you twit. Oh, oh. As I was saying, we'll call this goddamn Cheech and Chong movie Mr. Boogity. The bad guy will look like Freddy. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. My dark overlord will be appeased! Um, sir, Betty Boop is here for your weekly nooner. Send her in! That little hellcat might be in black and white, but she's got all the colors of the rainbow, if you know what I mean! Make a goddamn bloody deal! Well, Faith, I think we have our answer. Apparently, it was an answer to Freddy Krueger. Yes. And that was terrifying. Oh, no. My goodness. I've always had my suspicions about that guy, but wow. Terrifying. Absolutely. More scary than Mr. Boogity, really. I, I know. I wonder if they based Mr. Boogity on Mickey Mouse behind closed doors. Wouldn't doubt it. Yes. I find it very interesting. This was indeed written as a Cheech and Chong vehicle <laughs> that they bought, and then it became this. Right. <laughs> right. It was a parody of horror movies. And I also want to throw this out. I think we have our answer. I think I know who killed Casper. Okay. I think it was Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Probably so. I think Mickey Mouse killed Casper. Probably so. Well, regardless of how awful he is as a human being, is he, he's not a human being, that little rat. No. Regardless of how awful he is, they made a pretty damn good little family-friendly horror <laughs> show is. here in Mr. Boogity. And... I would like to say that if anyone's out there listening, I think we need more family horror. Mm-hmm. I like the family horror Me genre. And I think we need to explore more of the family horror. We you should. Know, there's not a lot of it out there, but there's Mm-mm. there's some. So we'll have to we'll go see about, digging for some. Yeah, we'll see about getting some more of that on the show. Well, I feel enlightened and terrified and and I have questions and and I'm right there with you, I think. And we talked more about Casper the Friendly Ghost than we did Mr. Boogity, I think. But seriously, Mr. Boogie is available. You can uh, get it digitally. And wink, wink, it is available on the YouTube for free. But you didn't hear that from me, and oh. you didn't hear it from Faith. Because I'm not going to lie to you, I don't want that rat coming after me. <laughs> not one bit. On that note, I am Dan. And I am Faith. And we want you to keep, keep your, your monster, monster on, on a leash. We will see you on the other side. Dan and I am Faith and we want to let you know that we are on the world wide web that's the interwebs isn't it Faith that's what I like to call it the interweb www.latenightfright.com and we are also on the gram we are you can check us out at the late night fright podcast or you can also follow my personal page I'm a normal alien you're not exactly normal but that's okay (laughs) 
Uh, check out the website. You can subscribe to our mailing list. And if you like the show, please give us a review and subscribe and all that good stuff. You know us. We're available wherever podcasts can be found. You got that right. We'll see you on the other side. <laughs>